This is Chad Brashears, and you're listening to Never In My Wildest Dream podcast. This podcast is about creating a behind-the-scenes look with coaches, fans, and reporters from our point of view, sharing cool stories as only we've lived them. The goal is for you to learn something new to help your life and allow yourself to take a break from everyday chaos and let us give you a behind-the-scenes look into our world. Never In My Wildest Dreams podcast begins in... Good morning and welcome to Never In My Wildest Dream podcast. Today is Monday, February the 22nd. We have yet again another snow day today, so we have no scrimmage this evening. We will talk about that, though, in a little bit. Another V-Day, so we are working from home as well. We're going to talk a little sports wrap. We got Monday motivation, and we also have... I know it's not Throwback Thursday, but we're going to talk about something that happened 41 years ago today, and I look forward to having that discussion with you. Let's first start in the world of sports. Yesterday, Pro Football Hall of Famer Deion Sanders started his Jackson State coaching debut with a 53-0 win over NAIA program Edward Waters, but he had mixed emotions at the end of the day because... His personal items were stolen from his coach's office after the game. His phones, watches, rings, all that stuff was stolen along with assistant coaches' watches and phones and jewelry and wallets and credit cards and stuff like that. So that's an unfortunate situation, but he did kick off his career with a 53-0 win. Now on to the NBA. And last night's scores... The Pelicans beat the Celtics 120-115. The Thunder beat the Cavaliers 117-101. The Magic beat the Pistons 105-96. The 76ers lose to the Raptors 110-103 in Canada. The Knicks beat the Timberwolves 103-99. The Hawks beat the Nuggets 123-115. The Nets beat the Clippers 112-108. And the Bucks beat the Kings 128-115. On to tonight's contest. The Chicago Bulls travel to Houston to take on the Rockets. The Memphis Grizzlies are in Dallas to take on the Mavericks. The Heat are in OKC to take on the Thunder. The Trailblazers are in Phoenix playing the Suns. The Hornets are in Utah to take on the Jazz. And the Wizards are taking on the Lakers at the Staples Center in L.A. That is all for NBA. Now on to college basketball from yesterday. The big game of the day was Michigan at Ohio State, the number three team in the country at the number four team in the country. Michigan wins 92-87 in what Coach Jawan Howard dubbed as a heavyweight fight. Each team threw a whole bunch of knockout punches, but at the end, Michigan knocked out Ohio State. Michigan is now 16-1 on the season. Ohio State is 18-5. Houston beat Cincinnati 90-52. Penn State traveled to Iowa yesterday, and they lose 74-68. Luca Garza becomes Iowa's all-time leading scorer. Wisconsin beat Northwestern 68-51. In tonight's top 25 matchups, Texas Tech is at Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State plays extremely well at home. I think that Texas Tech will lose this game. And Oregon is at Southern Cal this evening. On to the NHL yesterday. The Washington Capitals beat the New Jersey Devils. The Ottawa Senators beat the Canadians. The Bruins beat the Flyers 7-3 in the NHL outdoor games at Lake Tahoe, which was actually a really cool sight to see. And that's going to perfectly segue into our third segment today. But 
After this, we will come back with our second segment, which is Motivation Monday, but we will be back right after this. Never in my wildest dreams podcast begins in three, two, one. Welcome back to Never In My Wildest Dream podcast. little Monday motivation, trying to get people pumped up here on a Monday, but it's also trying to get people to understand and think a little bit differently and outside of the box. You know, I talk to my players a lot about being different. How can you separate yourself? What do you do that is going to make somebody want to hire you or put you on a roster? Are you willing to outwork somebody? Are you willing to be early? Are you willing to work late? They're all the little things that, you know, honestly, I had them drilled into me as I grew up as a kid, you know. I always felt like I needed to be the first one in the gym, the last one to leave. Learned that from the Larry Bird movie I watched as a kid growing up, you know. If you're willing to put in the extra effort and the hours, the results will come to themselves. And I believe that takes place every place, not just in the athletic world. And I think we get lost in the thoughts that we only talk about athletics and the kids can't translate that to the real world. And I think that if we can keep talking them into how this is going to improve them in the real world, it's going to make them more successful as human beings, as parents, as people, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, one thing that I tried to preach to my kids, I'm going to read it to you so you guys understand it as well. It's pretty simple. Employers do not care what division or sport you played in high school or college. Who you are is the only thing that matters. Do you work hard? Do you love being part of a team? Do you possess leadership skills by serving others and not yourself? Are you kind? Are you low maintenance? And are you drama free? I think if you can possess those for you, be that person because you will be employable Colleges will want to bring you in so that you can be a successful student and get a diploma from that location. This is what I try to preach to my guys about. This is what I try to motivate them with because at some point in your life, the air goes out of the ball. And when the air goes out of the ball, what are you going to do for the next 40 years, 50 years of your life from an employment perspective to give you the life that you and your family A, want and B, deserve? So that's a little bit of Monday motivation. We are going to talk about Miracle on Ice. This is the 41st anniversary today of the Miracle on Ice. Going to give you a little backlay on what exactly happened leading up to today in 1980 and then what transpired today in 1980 that is actually probably the biggest upset in the world of sports, period. We will be back right after this. Never in my wildest dreams podcast begins in... Three, two, one... Welcome back to Never in Our Wildest Dream Podcast. Before we talk about the miracle on ice, we have no scrimmage tonight. Got snowed out again. Not really sure what we're going to do moving forward with that. Looks like it's going to be postponed as of now. Hopefully Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday we can get back in the gym, just work on ourselves a little bit, get a little bit better. We're going to have a good film session today. Looking forward to that. Friday on the 26th of February at 6 p.m., we tip up against Hancock. Looking forward to actually getting out for a real competition now, a game that you know does have a little bit of value and does matter under the big lights. But talking about big lights, 1980 was the Lake Placid Winter Olympics. Herb Brooks was hired a year and a half before to become the head coach of the United States hockey team. He chose all amateurs to be on that roster. He fought against the Federation who wanted to play a certain way because they felt as though if they played that way, they were preparing guys for the NHL more than they were preparing to win the Olympics. Russia was the number one team in the world. They had won three gold medals in a row. 
And Herb Brooks believed that he had a formula and he had an offense and a defensive concept that would win the gold medal and beat Russia. Every single person on the Federation thought he was crazy. The first day of tryouts in Colorado Springs, his roster was already set. They had invited in the best hockey players in the entire United States for five days to play against one another. At the end of day one, Herb chose his roster. He announced it. He sent everybody home. One guy that was on the committee for the Federation talked to Herb afterwards and said, look, you got to know what you're doing. He said, I do know what I'm doing. He backed him. Herb had his team picked. He also had his assistant coach and Craig Patrick picked. He knew exactly what he was going to do. For the next year and a half, they played together. They traveled the world. They prepared to be the best hockey team that they could. On February 10th, 1980, they played against Russia in Madison Square Garden in an exhibition game. Russia beat them 10-3 and in the third period did not even attempt a shot on goal. Their main players did not play at that time. They just played keep away. They had a chance to probably beat them 15-3, 23. They could have really run it up one. They chose not to because they were preparing themselves to go win another gold medal. Once they got into Lake Placid and started playing in the games that were in the Olympics, the USA had some tough competition. Here's who they played against. They tied Sweden in their first game with a 2-2 draw by scoring with 27 seconds left after pulling Jim Craig to have an extra attacker. Then they stunned the Czechs, winning 7-3, who was the favorite to win the silver medal. They beat Norway 5-1, Romania 7-2, and West Germany 4-2, going 4-0-1 to advance to the medal round. The Soviets, on the other hand, beat Japan 16-0, the Netherlands 17-4, Poland 8-1, Finland 4-2, and Canada 6-4 to get to their medal round. At the table for February the 22nd, 1980. Prior to the Friday night game, ABC had requested to reschedule the game from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, so it will be a live broadcast in prime time here in the United States. However, it was declined because the Soviets complained that that would cause the game to be air at 4 a.m. instead of 1 a.m. in Moscow. So the game was actually tape delayed to be played on live television. Before the game aired, ABC host Jim McKay openly stated that the game had already occurred, but they promised not to spoil the results in order to accommodate the coverage. Think about that. We would have live tweets we would have pictures, Facebook, all that kind of stuff. Everything would be so to the minute that it could never happen today. But the biggest game at the Olympics at that time was tape delayed and they couldn't even give the results. And people were already celebrating in Lake Plastic because they had just watched it. 8,500 people left that arena knowing exactly what happened and the world had no idea. In my opinion, Herb Brooks is one of the best motivational people. I mean, he might have driven you into the ground, but he got stuff out of you. And he came from that old school coach's mentality where the more you press, the more you got. Right before the game came out, he took out a piece of paper from his pocket and he said, you were born to be a player. You were meant to be here. This moment is yours. And honestly, the players thought it was kind of corny. You know, they're like, well, here goes Herb again. But at the end of the day, they believed in their coach and they trusted him. So in the first period, the U.S. team fell behind one to nothing. At the 14:03 mark, Buzz Snyder scored a 
goal on a 50-foot shot to make it 1-1. The Soviets struck again to make it 2-1. And in the waning seconds of the first period, Dave Christian fires a slap shot at Trediak from about 100 feet away. The Soviet goalie saved the shot but misplayed the rebound. And Mark Johnson sliced between two defenders, finding the loose puck. He fired it past a diving Trediak. And they scored as the horn sounded. The first period ended 2-2. At the end of the first period, Trediak was benched. Vladimir Mishkin came in, and he did not give up any goals in the second period. But honestly, that was the turning point in that game. The Soviets did leave 3-2 at the end of the second period. And going into the third period... The United States had only taken two shots on Michigan in 27 minutes, but they did have a rare power play opportunity where Mark Johnson fired off a shot that went right under Michigan and into the net at the 839 mark as the power play was ending, tying the game at three. A couple shifts later, Mark Pavlich found Captain Mike Aruzioni right in front of the goal. Who had, He had just come on the ice as it was a line change. He fires a shot past Michigan, who was screened by his own man. The goal gave the USA a 4-3 lead with exactly 10 minutes to play in the game. This was the first time that they'd ever trailed in a game of this magnitude. After that goal, all Herb Brooks said to his players as they were going through their line changes, play your game, play your game. Don't panic. They kept watching the clock. Michigan did not know when he was going to get pulled because their coach had never been put in that position to actually understand if he should be pulled or not. The U.S. team tried to clear multiple times. Al Michaels, who was calling the game at the time, started actually a countdown from 11 to 5. In the most famous saying in probably all of sports, do you believe in miracles? Yes, as the horn sounded. The team celebrated like crazy. Herb Brooks was nowhere to be found. Went back to the locker room and burst out in tears, achieving something that everyone said he could not do, which I think is pretty cool because when you're the underdog, you always want to prove somebody wrong. The crazy part about this was they were not secured to get the gold medal. They had to beat Finland in order to win the gold medal in the next round just because they knocked off the Soviets to not get them that medal right off the bat. At the end of the second period, they were losing 2-1 to one to Finland. And according to Mike Ruzioni, Brooks walked in the locker room and he said one thing. Lose this game, you'll take it to your graves. He walked back to the door. As he opened the door, he looked back at his team and he said, to your graves. And he walked out. That's all he said. USA scores three goals in the third period. They win 4-2. to two, And the rest is history as they won the 1980 gold medal. This goes down as probably one of the biggest upsets in sports, as I talked about earlier. And it kind of motivates me. You know, it gets me all pumped up. I've seen Miracle multiple times, actually. And uh, it'll probably be something that's pretty cool to watch if you have not seen that. Herb Brooks is played by Kurt Russell. And from everything I've read about it, even his family said that he got Herb Brooks dead on. That's Motivation Monday. I am going to leave you with the actual speech that he said as they go into... The playing of the game, the one that revved those guys up, I do have a copy of that. But before we get to that, I want to thank you for listening to today's show. And tomorrow we will have Trust Tuesday. We will also hopefully talk a little bit more about South Basketball. We'll do Sports Wrap, and I have a local basketball coach on with me tomorrow on the phone line. So I will leave you with Herb Brooks in 1980, 41 years ago today. Great moments are born 
from great opportunity. And that's what you have here tonight, boys. That's what you've earned here tonight. One game. If we played them ten times, they might win nine. But not this game. Not tonight. Tonight, we skate with them. Tonight, we stay with them. And we shut them down because we can. Tonight, we are the greatest hockey team in the world. You were born to be hockey players. Every one of you. And you were meant to be here tonight. This is your time. Their time is done. It's over. I'm sick and tired of hearing about what a great hockey team the Soviets have. Screw them. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. Come on, Dave. Let's go, 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 let's go